38 fire brigades Keep our position away That's why we strapped with the case Don't get kidnapped from your place Cause it could happen today Not knowing how to behave That is a sign that you made Just lose your life with the waist Your body found in the lake You fucked around Hi guys, um, this is a somber episode. If you haven't heard by now, there is, have been huge protests going on around Nigeria regarding the NSARS movement. SARS is, or was, um, a unit of the police. They're called the Special Anti-Robbery Squad and their mandate was originally to deal with, you know, extremely hardened criminals and response to robberies those were like their main mandates and um over time it just spilled over to them suddenly being out on the road doing stops and searches and in in the past maybe decade or two ish it has now even devolved more into um just basically stops for extortion and abuse you know so, for example, um, they can stop you and they see you using an iPhone. This is, you know, initially now it has even evolved more. But let's go back to then. They they see your phone and they they gauge you and like you seem too young to be using your phone. They ask you for ID, you provide. Uh, they start probing about your job and if it's something that is not basic that they understand, like you're not a banker or a lawyer or whatever. And this, and they see you driving the car, they're automatically suspecting that you are a Yahoo boy. A Yahoo boy is basically, um, and it's not only boys, they are girls too. A Yahoo boy is slang for people who commit internet fraud and who defraud people over the internet. So this this has become their new work, and you know, over and over, the people of Nigeria have called out to the government to scrap this unit to end it because it has been causing a lot of um, sadness and frustration because besides extortion some of them also rape some of them have also killed in fact a lot of them have killed um you know so this year the youth were fed up as in totally fed up and were like nah you know, there was, apparently there was one video. I didn't even see the video, thank God, because I don't like to see things that, um, how I put it, that when they say they say sensitive, if it's sensitive, um, oh God, words fail me. But the point is, you know, there there's already so much of that on the internet. If you want to see um, videos of them killing people, of lifeless bodies, you know, ugh, you can find them. So, I just i was not interested um so but i guess you know this was finally our breaking point and I, I really thank god for that because at some point it was going to look like we didn't have a breaking point and i guess i owe nigeria an apology first of all i guess for actually ever losing hope like i i actually do you know i did lose hope at some point i was like yeah it's not like i completely lost hope i was like yeah nigeria is going to become better because i'd heard the prophecy and i was like yeah nigeria will eventually get better but in my lifetime doubtful you know i was thinking maybe in the next 100 to 200 years you know things will change um you know even funny thing the podcast i listened to i said what i said the episode last week the fk girl fk woman that's like pretty much the plug for whatever you need right now 
as of last week, if you listen to their podcast, she was saying that, you know, she's not a revolutionary, that uh, she's traveling to London, that if anything happens, that she'll be tweeting her support, that she's not really a frontline person. Uh, and now look at her, you know, getting threats on behalf of the movement, you know. Um, it's just, is how I put it. You don't really know how you'll react in a situation until you're called upon, you know. That's basically the best way to put it. Um, so... Basically, what has been happening, so the protests started last week, Friday, and they've been ongoing every day in different parts of the country. And um, so this group called the Feminist Coalition, they opened and created an account. It was originally just to sponsor just the people at Lekki protests, but it eventually grew to um, fund, like, all the protests in Nigeria. So... um, you know, any any group that's protesting, they send the message to either FK or one of the other um, accounts that's dealing with these um, protests, and then they they send the money to them. So the money covers things like food, um, nose masks, and basically like Abuja, <laughs> it covers I guess um, solutions to, that help with tear gas because you know they they were tear gassing protesters. Um, now it's also covering security because you know the protests have gone violent not from the protesters side you know the youth stay peaceful always um so but um let me just say people are sending dogs the police are sending dogs the government you know they're sending dogs because initially it was police that they were sending to shoot at protesters and I guess it was beginning to look somehow because they were like, are you people serious? It doesn't make any... And obviously, trust our generation, posting things everywhere. So they changed their tactics. And like from yesterday, they started sending out dogs to different parts of the country to hijack the protest and whatnot. And they've also been trying to cause a lot of distraction and division. You know, they'll be just... You know what? At the end of the day, all these things are just tactics to get off or get us off the price. They have realized that these people aren't backing down because they announced that they disbanded SARS on Sunday. And yes, I'm using air quotes over the word disbanded because um, clearly it's not been disbanded, and clearly um, they haven't done anything to prove that. They haven't arrested anybody. They they haven't set up any panel for nothing. You know, it's just a lot of talk, and you know. Um, when even when they they talk, the president and the IGP, both of them talk with um, what's the word, nonchalance. They don't care, or they act like they don't care. At least you know, when you watch the videos of them talking, you just get these. It's irritating, you know. You're like people are dying and you don't care. If it was just the money, I feel like Nigerians would have actually kept on going on with their lives. They wouldn't have said anything. I feel like. Well, it's like you've taken it to the next level. You allowing them to be killers, and you're leaving them on the streets. And people are trying to say you should disband. They're saying a few bad eggs. Every single state, there are stories. Like it got, it got ridiculous. And even the peaceful, peaceful protests, the police that's supposed to be protecting the protesters is like harassing them. And the police don't even realize that the protest is not just for the youth. It's actually for everybody. Because part of what we're asking for is for the government to pay them better, for the government to take care, take better care of them. Because we know that some a lot of some of these people, it's not like they just want to be doing what they are doing. It's that you know they are grossly underfunded. Their stations are ugh. You know, if you see a police station, you even feel bad for them, you know. And, you need, and then their salaries were released, like, oh, my God, what? 
you know so these people are having poor salaries they are not they are underfunded or not funded at all so they have to get money somehow to be able to do their day-to-day you know and it's not like we have a um, regular power or regular anything you know i mean they still have to fill that fill their cars and whatnot just a lot of problems really so and oh my gosh I think it was today or yesterday that pictures of what barracks look like started going around and man started to pity them like i started to genuinely pity them because their living conditions are deep i can't live there as in i I feel like i will i don't know but i can't live there that one i can tell you from the bottom of my heart i cannot live there um and just a word to those listening to regular news don't um Social media is where the news is. Twitter especially. Instagram gets it like an hour or two later. But Twitter is where you get the most reliable, obsolete information. Twitter is not sponsoring my podcast. I really wish they were. You know, <laughs> I'm not advertising them. It's just a fact. Um, CNN also does a good job. And then Arise, um, that has um, Leila Johnson Salami, also does a great job of covering the protests in in like in truth so for this episode i don't want to talk a lot because like a lot of people have released um, podcasts i mean my friends have salim and deji and um fk and jola they released an amazing one where they talked with fouls and so a lot has been said you know so i'm just going to pick just some stories of people's interaction with stars and read it to you so that it can sink in you know what we're living with in nigeria and before that i just want to say that as a christian right i believe in you know god orchestrating things um do you think that it was hard for me to get a job like for god to get me for god to let me have a job getting i feel like having a job or getting a job is not even like a, like it's not so such a fantastic great you know stupendous miracle that god you know they don't need the I don't I mean God can perform anything in the with the snap of his hand but I feel like getting a job is is very low on the level of difficulty of things that God can do. You know. And I, I do believe that if God didn't want me in Nigeria, he would have ensured that I had a job in Canada. Or he'd have ensured that I like something that I would not be here. And second of all, you know, I shared earlier, earlier, earlier about the fact that I knew in my heart that my foundation was meant to be in Nigeria, you know. And obviously, I was thinking, like, God, this country is something else, you know. And even then, I wasn't really scared for my life because, yes, Nigeria has always been the attack, the dangerous place. But seeing as I had lived there all my life when I was young, I didn't really think of it as any extra dangerous. Obviously, <laughs> in the decade I was gone, man, things got worse. But thankfully, nothing has still happened to me. To God be the glory. Um, so that just to say that I do believe that I was meant to be here. Um, not necessarily like I'm going to do something so fantastic or whatever, but I just believe that I was meant to be here. Because I, I honestly, I have to say that if I was in Canada, would I have cared this much? Oh, God, I hate myself. But I was about to say this, but I don't think I would have cared this much. I really don't. I would have cared because I didn't really, I still hate injustice. But would I have been as aggressive as I am now? No. That one I can tell you for free. Because I'd probably be thinking about either either I'm happy in my career and things are going great. And I'm just like, okay, cool. We're, you know, we keep it moving and I'm working and everything. Or maybe things are not going great and I'm trying to change jobs or something. Or trying to change apartments or cars. You know, like, I'll just be so focused on myself. 
I know the funny thing is that before this whole SARS thing started, I actually was like just thinking about my life and trying to figure out myself and everything. And then since this SARS thing came, I haven't been able to think about myself. I've just been, as in for the first few days, I could not sleep. I was just burdened. I was like, God, what is this? I was burdened. I was burdened. Like, because I was just glued on Twitter and Instagram, seeing the stories, you know, seeing people go out and protest. I'm like, God, I really want to go out and protest because, you know, staying at home, like, or going to work or whatever, like, what is it? What is it? What fruit is it yielding? You know, at least when you're out there protesting, you know that you're lending your voice. But at least being online also does help, you know, keep it trending so that the whole world can see it. I mean, Jack of Twitter has posted about it. So, you know what I mean? It's getting out there. It's been on CNN. Stephanie Busseri has been doing a fantastic job of keeping that news front and center. Um, I think I saw it on um, Al Jazeera or no, not Al Jazeera. One other um, news station that's I think is Indian or something. You know. So the the whole point of when you keep it trending, you keep it important, keep it relevant, and it goes around the world. <sighs> okay. That being said, oh, don't let me. Sorry. Another thing that you can definitely do, also. Sorry, to tell that thing. You can donate. Um, Feminist Coalition, find them on Twitter or Instagram. Their um, Bitcoin address, I think it's called. <laughs> I don't really know about Bitcoin, but I think it's called the Bitcoin address. Purse or something is there. And prayer. Prayer is very important. Um, we really do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. Um, there's, you know, a lot of people have been receiving a lot of like visions and um, just prophecies in this in this past few days, you know, and basically this country has a lot of jazz, like no jokes. I know that a lot of people don't believe in that stuff, but no jokes. This country, a lot of stuff has been buried. Like I, I don't want to, to to scare anybody, so I won't say the ones that are really really scary because there's one about the IGP seats, not the IGP himself, or just the the office of the IGP, you know. So as if you're a Christian and maybe you're not able to protest or whatever, and if you feel led, you know, pray. Um, what's her name? Adeni Care Rax. That's her name on Instagram. She has this ongoing. Um, prayer chain so like some people are always praying there you can join them um you know so just in whatever way and you know in those prayer in those prayer um what should i call them prayer rooms or prayer meetings you know god keeps on revealing things to people and the recurring thing that i've been seeing over the past few days is that we are already victorious so and some of you have focused me one-on-one and you just realize that i'm just saying it with such boldness like it's done like well we've won like all this one they're doing is just it's, it's, it's just the last scramble like it's done and that's because you know there have been so many confirmations so so many confirmations that is done even today i still got more confirmations that is done that the devil is fighting as hard as possible he's fighting hard like don't get it twisted they're gonna fight hard Maybe they banned the protesting, brand protesting in Abuja. I know that Abuja people also have coconut head like Potakos people. I know that. I trust them. You know, they are going to keep trying things. That one, like, the battle is far from over. It's far from over. But if you're in this fight, you're doing the right thing. You're doing the right thing. So, um, without further ado, ooh, 15 minutes, wow. I'm going to just jump in. So, there's the story of the, the picture of the girl on the lion statue. For those of you who do not know her story, that she's crying and she's holding the Nigerian flag, but she's holding it closed. 
when I saw the picture and I read the story, ah, tears entered my eyes. Like, I pray I don't cry as I read this because it's too touching. So, she lost three brothers to SARS, all killed and dumped in a well on the same day. So, if you're wondering why, why, why we're disturbing you, why we're blocking the roads, why we're, you know, why it's global, why people are shouting about it in Canada, in England, all over the world, these are the people. This is the reason. This is, this is why we do what we do. Another one. Let me find one. Okay, this one is talking about her sister. My sister is still traumatized from SARS treatment last year. They made sure she withdrew her tuition fee, called her prostitute, harassed her, took her to the station, and wrote lies that she was armed and a cultist with her friends. The story is long, but I'll stop here. Then the person continues. She said that her sister said that if they took your boyfriend in Ogomosho, they won't release him till they sleep with their girlfriends. So basically, if your boyfriend is in Ogomosho, they're going to rape you. That's basically what that, that says. Another one. At one time, I had my Apple laptop in my car because we left the office quite late working on a pitch brief due the next day, I was accosted for having a MacBook and an iPhone and also having a tattoo. This happened in Gowan Estate area of Ikbaja, Lagos. Asked me to bail myself with 400k. If not, I'll be taken to their office. If not for the intervention of my friend, who is an EFCC officer who rescued me, these bullies would have taken me to God knows where. The day I read a doctor's ordeal with SARS here, after they picked him up in front of a restaurant, I knew that there's absolutely nothing you can do to escape police brutality apart from jointly resisting them like we're doing now. He didn't do anything wrong, but they still extorted him. He, was, he wasn't dressing fancy, nor was he driving an expensive car, but they still threatened to shoot him. After confirming that he's a doctor by going through his phone, they still put him in a cell. No one is safe. You know? Once again, these are the kind of people we're dealing with. So I'm just going to, you know... There are more stories like that. If you want to find them, you can go on Numbella Niger has compiled like a full-on list. I think I'm going to put some links in this bio. So links to other podcasts you can listen to. Because like I said, I don't really, I don't have personal experience with them. And I feel like other podcasts have done a great job. I just wanted to just add my little two cents. And um, yeah, that's it. So now I'm going to go into, I don't know what they're called. Words of wisdom, prophecies. I don't know. But this one is very important because as young people, um, the mantle has fallen on us. The mantle of that leadership has fallen to us. We are the ones that are going to lead Nigeria into where it is going. You know, there's the prophecy of old. And by old, I mean the 80s. <laughs> it's old. It's older than me. It's old. You know, um, where um, it was said that Nigeria is going to be known for its righteousness. Okay, let me say the full, the full prophecy. Although Nigeria will be known for their corruption for a long time, Nigeria will eventually be known for its righteousness. Okay. Then, um, there are other prophecies, but back to this main, this main one that I want to highlight for everyone listening, because I feel like this is very important to all of us to stay focused and also to realize that the battle is not won, you know, even if they end SARS. There's a lot to be done. You know, the police needs a full overhaul. In fact, all our systems need full overhauls. And the beauty of it is, to me, oh, 
I know that some people come at me and be arguing to me if we stay in this unity of purpose it's very easy to create a new type of governance because you don't need a lot of paperwork first of all obviously we're young people we're digitizing everything straight up digitizing even all those senate meetings and then in all those senate meetings that they'll be having in person and some people be sleeping and they'll be arguing in the house for five hours all those things unnecessary we have unity of purpose we know where we want we know we know what our what our country to look like we know where we're going simple bring the um, bill to the house say what it is what the merits are blah 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 move on because right now what we're just trying to do is just make the country better before you start arguing the nuances of oh five dollars or five naira ten naira kind of thing you know what i mean so all those archaic laws that have things like beating all those laws that in today don't make sense we scrap all of them we well you don't scrap laws i think you update them or something you know you do that then for roads it's not hard all those local people if they are crooked and they're not serious you go and find young people that are very scrappy you know young people when they walk like this those hard-working people that they will overdo <laughs> you find them roads don't take time to do just contract them out of the country do it airports do it like all these things will not take so long because you know we our you know they call us indomie generation or whatever that's good impatience is good to get things done real quick so um but it's important that we're ready so that's why i want to read this um i don't know called the prophecy or a vision or dream or something well god spoke to someone okay her name is esther esther ordia she's on instagram so on 13th of october the lord asked me to check up the meaning of liberty i did and here are the things that stuck to me civil or political freedom and then from the word labor means free at first of persons of communities the state of being free from arbitrary despotic or autocratic rule or control then the lord said this liberty is not just for those protesting but those who are being protested against he then brought a vision I had two years ago to my heart. On the 6th of June 2018, I was asked to call for a week-long prayer walk in Nigeria. The purpose of this was to take our cities back, declare judgment over strongholds, and declare the day of the Lord in Nigeria. On the seventh day, I was instructed to go through Bonny Camp, so I did. As soon as I got past the Air Force Base, I noticed three things. Amadou Belo Way has at least three bases for the Armed Forces of Nigeria. One of these bases was in horrible conditions and has been for as long as I knew it, and I will get to this. There was a figure that stood right opposite one of the bases. The Lord asked me to stand next to this thing and speak over the armed forces, so I did. Then he revealed three things to me. Please pay close attention. There's an ancient stronghold that has held this sector in bondage for a long time. This stronghold has casted a veil over the people and has made them believe they cannot be better than who they already are. It was described as a poor spirit. This stronghold has the image of an obese woman that is overfed with greed. She is a bully that has sat upon the heads of the staff, presenting herself as power before their eyes. But anyone with sight can see that they are not the ones with the power. They are the oppressed in so many ways. After this was brought to my remembrance, the Lord said again, I have longed for this day where liberty will come to my children. This is not just for those protesting. This is for those who are being protested against. On the 14th of October, 2020, I woke up from a dream to see the rain. 
As I wondered what would happen to the protest, I had a vision of people in the rain protesting and an ascension and dissension of leagues of angels with scrolls. The word used to describe them were special assignments. It was indeed innumerable. Then I heard a loud cry over Nigeria. Where are my reformers? Where are my political reformers? Where are my educational reformers? Where are those through which I will bring reformation to the armed forces? The whole nation was silent. Then he spoke again, saying, The old will end quickly. See, it will not be long. However, what will my people do when the new begins and they have no blueprint? For I am doing a new thing and I have a plan. There is a way, there is a pattern to this. Can you see it? As he spoke, I began to see small councils of people gathering. These were meetings of like minds. While people protested, people in whose hearts God had ignited a fire for certain sectors came together to pray. I saw people in government, education, media and entertainment, finances. No sector was void. It was to seek the king's faith for the blueprints and to understand it. They are called the builders. Now, certain sectors were shown to me and I was asked to share these. Please note that the fullness of the blueprints will be shown to those who ask. There is always more. A. The political council. Let there be a call for everyone the Lord has raised up in this capacity. Do not wait for the election for the time to train and equip. Joseph is now. Sorry. Do not wait for the election for the time to train and equip. Joseph is now, says the Spirit of the Lord. Secondly, the educational council this will cover homeschooling programs for children curriculum reviews and trainings or re-education of staff nationwide third business council patterns were given to young entrepreneurs in various sectors especially in the tech industry these businesses were founded on righteousness honesty impartiality and fairness fourth finance council I saw a rise in the Naira value, a booming in the stock market, and a thriving economy. And on that, I do have to say that there have been a bunch of prophecies about the fact that Nigeria will become a very prosperous nation, and there's a warning to not become materialistic. Fifth, Police Reforms Council. In this council, the Lord revealed three agendas. A reform in the training and education of the police force. I heard three areas, digital literacy, skills acquisitions, and emotional intelligence programs renovations of the barracks and educational reforms for the children of these men what to do first honor the new will not be founded on the foundation of dishonor words can be uttered without insults yes please people i know we're all angry and you know emotions are heightened but it doesn't need to insult people yeah thanks i know like uh, I know that's the point. We have to be different from them. At the end of the day, we do. Unfortunately, it's painful, but God will heal all of us. Um, second, pray for the armed forces. This liberty is both for the oppressed and the oppressors. Pray for the breaking of chains and freedom from this captivity that has held them hostage for so long. Third, pray for the opening of your scroll. Ask for your role in the new Nigeria. Oftentimes, when we hear this, we exempt ourselves, but if we want a righteous land, we ought to be righteous people. If you have been dishonest in business, repent, turn from your wicked ways, and ask excuse me, ask the Lord to show you the way forward. And, fa- and finally, councils gather. While some of us are at the front protesting, we don't all have to be there. 
some of us must begin to ask, knock, and prepare for new according to God's pattern. Throw away your biases, egos, and seek the Lord's face as one voice. Once again, that's from Esther Ordia's Instagram. I will put links in the bio for this as well as for the Bella Niger article and for the other podcasts that you should listen to for more. Because at this juncture, I am out and I pray that the protests stay peaceful. And I'm thankful that, you know, we've won and Nigeria is going to be great again. I want to say make Nigeria great again because that's like mana. (laughs) And I'm like, eh. Well, that's cool though. Make Nigeria great again. Um, Till next time, hopefully next week we have some better news and the podcast is not this um, somber. All right, thanks for listening. And don't forget to, once again, rate, um, share, subscribe. Thanks. Bye.